Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. I'm Janet Moreno, the Executive Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our program. And of course, Christmas is just days away, followed right behind it, New Year's. And, you know, everyone's all happy and excited, but not everyone. And maybe you know someone who's had a pregnancy loss or you yourself have lost a child because of either abortion or miscarriage and you're feeling sad. Today's program is going to have solutions for you to get you out of that depressive, sad feeling and give you positive resources that you can have and tools that you can get other people who might be feeling that same way. Well, joining me today is an expert in this field. His name is Kevin Burke, along with his beautiful wife, Dr. Teresa Burke. They co-founded Rachel's Vineyard. So Kevin, welcome to the program. Thank you. Nice to be with you, Jen. Great to have you. And like I said at the outset, let's first define. Of course, in the miscarriage, the mother uh, had no choice. This was a baby she wanted to have, and circumstances happened. She miscarried. And then in an abortion, of course, people say, well, the, the mother chose to do that. And if we know from our experiences, so many of these women, it's not about freedom of choice. It, many of them are pressured and forced and this and that. So here we have Christmas. Everybody's happy. Everybody's hanging stockings with their children's names on it around the house, uh, buying toys and presents. Mm -hmm. What impact does this have on a mother who's had this pregnancy loss right now, right before Christmas? Well, I, I'll speak to those who have experienced abortion loss. Right. Okay, first, then we can talk about the miscarriage part. But in Rachel's video, you would expect around the holidays, Janet, that things would slow down. Yeah, quiet. You know, right. and uh, people are taking vacation, things of that nature. But actually, it gets kind of busy on the phone line around Christmas time where we get a lot more calls uh, that begin to happen with women, sometimes men, but primarily women, who are calling and they're, they're troubled by what they're feeling. And I'll give you an example, because uh, Teresa took a call rec uh, recently about this. So uh, they called in and explained that they had a Christmas celebration and the nieces and nephews were there. Right and uh, the aunts and uncles, and they were seeing uh, gifts lavished on the children. Right. They were being w so welcomed, you know, the joy right. of the season through the eyes of a child, and it was triggering their own emotions about their own abortion, past abortion. Wow. And a child that wasn't there, that wasn't being welcomed into that family. And perhaps right. they felt, wondered if in their shame and fear that if that child would be welcome, in a, you know, perhaps in an unplanned, uh, unexpected uh, Right. Pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So they're having feelings that are being triggered by just the natural well, events of the holiday. And they're watching these children open presents and they're saying, they're identifying, well, my child, if I had not had that abortion, would have been fill in the blank, mm -hmm. you know, five years old, six years old. So those cousins that are opening presents are, are being denied the presence of my child. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I'm being denied the fun of watching my child open the presents. Now, you mentioned you get calls. What's that hotline number that people could call right now while we're speaking? Sure. 1-877-HOPE-FOR-ME. Okay, that's 1-877-HOPE, the number four, mm -hmm. me. Yes. And the people are standing on by, you know, 
Teresa Burke and other psychologists, experts, they can talk to you mm-hmm. so that you don't have to be there sad, crying all by yourself and think, no one understands my mm-hmm. pain. No one understands how I feel, right? Yes, and this, of course, can be true. Someone may have a couple children and be enjoying the holiday with them and seeing the joy that the children are experiencing. They might have a two and a three-year-old, and, and maybe they had an abortion in their college years or in high school. Right. They can also have a bit of a, a pain about they're enjoying their present with their children, but there's a, there's a melancholy, there's a, there's a regret that that child, they wonder, you know, that child right. would be this age then. Right. And they never got to experience that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the whole holiday is about welcoming the Christ child, this very special child, this blessing, mm-hmm. you know, and that child, for whatever reason, at that time in their life, was not welcome. So those themes are very strong during the holidays, and so they, they tend to come to us and share about that. Well, and then, you know, besides the, the mother who's having those feelings, then there's the father, the dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's impacted, too. And it's very often, don't you find that men, they stuff those feelings way down and, and try to ignore it. But sometimes some of these men around the holidays might be feeling, and maybe their wife doesn't even know that they had a pregnancy, a, an abortion, maybe when they were in college. And now they're, they're acting weird. Talk about the men. It can be very confusing because, you know, sometimes <laughs> men are a little more distanced from their emotions and maybe right. they deal with it a little differently than women do. Uh, but they, they have very strong feelings about their abortion experience, even if they're not even conscious of it. Wow. So if, if you're a man and you were involved in a past abortion, you might find during the holidays uh, an, an increase in a, uh, some uh, feelings of depression, right. anxiety. Uh, you may find you're drinking a little more than you normally do. Right, um, to mask the pain. Yeah, you might be gambling a bit more if, you, if you're involved in sports betting. You know, you could, cert- you could see certain kind of behaviors increase, increase during this time. You might themselves. not even associate it with that abortion law. So it, it's important sometimes to make that connection so you can then get the help you need. And again, it could be mothers or fathers can call. The hotline number again is? one eight seven seven. Hope for me. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, of course, I've had a lot of experience too with grandparents, mm-hmm. uh, and in particular, you know, uh, with the grandparents. Some grandparents took their daughter off for an abortion, mm-hmm. uh, so they were responsible for the death of their grandchild. Others mm-hmm. had no knowledge of it. Um, but I have a, one story I'd like to share: a, a mom who took her daughter out for not just one, not two, but three abortions. Okay, because mm-hmm. her daughter was just a wild child, as you want to say. Yeah. Uh, And then years later, uh, they went through an abortion recovery program together. Mm -hmm. And and what happens now at Christmas, this grandmother, she had these beautiful stockings she made for her grandchildren that were alive, born, and like you're saying, opening the presents. After going through an abortion recovery program, and they named those three children that were lost to abortion, Mm. she made stockings for those three children. And now on her mantle, she has six stockings, three for her living grandchildren mm. and three for the children that they named that were uh, part of her daughter's oh abortion. My. So the grandparents, too, then are affected at this time of year. Yeah, what a beautiful, powerful witness that is to the family members. Yes. That this is no longer a secret. This is something we acknowledge. Mm-hmm. This is something we've been able to grieve together. Right. And, you know, we know that secrets in families can be toxic. over. They tend to be very toxic over time. Right. That's setting a beautiful example for the family, mm-hmm. acknowledging those children. It's also a beautiful pro-life witness. Right. Acknowledge the humanity of those of those children. So, yeah. Well, and, and that's what this grandmother said. She said, you know, I never 
realized how damaging these abortions were for, for my daughter until I saw her behavior keep spiraling down, down, yeah. down. And then finally she got to the point where I said, you've got to get some help. We got to get help. And so she said, well, we have to get help together. You that, know? That's a really good point because the grand, oftentimes grandparents might need to take the first step and attend to Rachel's Vineyard. The son, your son or daughter may not be ready yet for the healing journey and you may have such strong feelings about your own role in the abortion or your inability to stop the abortion that you might need help and healing to deal with those feelings and emotions. So you go through the healing process first and we find that then you're in a much stronger position to know how to best reach out to your son or daughter. That's so right. If you, if you have been involved in abortion decision as a grandparent, you're welcome on uh, Rachel's, Ra vineyard. Rachel's Vineyard. And they can find when, where and when is the next retreat going to abortionforgiveness.com. Yes. Put in your zip code and it shows you where's the nearest Rachel's Vineyard program to you. And, you know, sometimes, uh, Kevin, people will say, well, I don't want to go to abortion recovery in my hometown. I'm afraid someone might know me. Yeah. And so you can actually put in other zip codes or look in other states because mm -hmm. Rachel's Vineyard is all over the United States and actually all over the world. I think you're, you guys are in like, what, 75 countries now? And the retreat manual has been translated into about 25 different languages. 33 so, now. Oh my goodness. It I keeps, didn't know there were that many. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps growing. Yeah. So we really want to impress on everyone. Yes, the holidays are joyful, but they can be sad. Mm -hmm. We are here for you if you're hurting, right? Absolutely. Don't... Uh, you know, one of the things when uh, we get a call like that, Teresa was sharing me the other day, that she'll say something simple to them and say, you know, what you're feeling is natural. Right. You know, yeah. and just affirming that it's okay what they're feeling. They're not alone. They're not crazy. Oftentimes then tears begin to flow. Yeah. So behind all these powerful emotions is grief that needs to be processed in a healthy way. Right. Oftentimes an abortion healing program uh, is a place where you're going to be able to do that safely and effectively. Right. And on the other side of that, grieving is tremendous blessing and healing for you. But that for even just that initial call and getting that initial affirmation of what you're going through, sharing those emotions, that's healing in and of itself. So don't hesitate hesitate to, to, call. Uh, to contact us. Yeah. And of course, right behind Christmas, we have New Year's Eve mm -hmm. and New Year's Day. And, uh, and, you know, just so people understand, unfortunately, between Christmas and, and New Year's, that's a very high suicide time. Mm. It is, the, the, the calls at those hotlines go okay. up. Yeah. And unfortunately, some people commit suicide uh, yes. this time of year because of this feeling of depression. Mm -hmm. So we also want them to understand that New Year's Eve can also be a very difficult, if you've had a bad year, you know, maybe you had a pregnancy loss and this has been a terrible year for you. Uh, New Year's Eve becomes very, very sad time. Yes. And again, your hotline will be operating too on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. So they shouldn't feel that they're alone, right, Kevin? Yes, and I think when people are telling their stories about whether they've experienced abuse in their past or there's alcohol in their family or divorce or abortion, oftentimes it's part of that as well, uh, they talk about the most painful thing was feeling alone. Right. Feeling isolated, not feeling other people were, you know, enjoying themselves and happy, and there, there they are suffering. So right. you want to, you want to avoid the temptation to isolate yourself, and to kind of isolate and then kind of allow that despair and darkness to, to increase within you. You want to. It's hard to do this, but you got to reach out. Take that first little step, and then you're going to get stronger and continue to reach out. That's right. And of course, if they go to that hotline number. 
for help, they will give them that first step to yep. kind of snap them out of it and help them realize you're not alone, right? You're going to encounter someone who is going to speak with you, to you with charity, without judgment, and with, with the love of God, uh, and you're going to feel that in that communication. That's right. Well, thanks, Kevin. You're very And welcome. I have to say Merry Christmas Merry and Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Well, brothers and sisters, I hope you found this helpful. And please, that hotline number 877-HOPE, the number four, me. Please reach out to people you know who might be a little sad and depressed because of a pregnancy loss. We are here for them 24-7. You don't have to feel that you have to deal with this pain alone. And believe me, it'll be a much better new year for you if you seek the resources that are here for healing. This is Janet Morana, Executive Director of Priest for Life. Merry Christmas and a happy and blessed new year. Thank you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.